one thing that we noticed was some people were, would sign up and then not do anything, not even upload a file. And so in that investigation, it was like, just give me a file. Uh, and then right. uh, that make, and by providing those templates, we, we do provide a file like that. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Behind the Experience where we give you an inside look behind the top product led experiences. Each week we'll share uh, really great UX examples, proven strategies, and hard-earned lessons from experts who are actually creating experiences that we love. Uh, this is your co-host, Ramley John. And today we have Ruben here. Uh, he is the founder of SignWell. It's a platform that makes it easy for you to sign documents electronically with others. Ruben, how's it going today with you? Great. Doing good today. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm super excited to chat. I know we've we've uh, we've connected before on Twitter. You're you know we were just both on Corey Haynes, uh, you know SaaS Marketing Summit. So it's good to finally chat online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good to uh, to meet you like this. Well, I want to jump right in and, and just uh, you know try to understand uh, what it. You, success is for new users at, at SignWell. Uh, and I'm, you know, based on, based on our conversation before I hit record here, uh, you know, I'm giving a, a little bit of a teaser, but there's, there, you know, there's different segments that you serve. And I'm curious, what, what is, what is success for new user that is signing up for SignWell? Yeah, that, uh, very much depends on the, on the segment. So we have, uh, we have people who are just looking to sign their own documents and somebody asked them to sign a document. Uh, they're probably the, the most simplest uh, for us to define basically a, a, you know, a document that's been completed. People who are looking to get signatures from others uh, is different because they have to, it's very similar, but they have to actually also add the other people and then mm. send it over and the other people have to view uh, review and sign. We may send reminders. So in both of those cases, we say completed documents, documents that are completed. Uh, but there's a, there is also usually often a testing, you know, uh, part of it. So we have to um, we like to look at at least two documents that have been completed, and then we also have the uh, a segment of teams, and that just brings up the. Uh, the amount of effort and what we have to look at. Basically, they have to onboard their team, get them to, to get them a certain amount of uh, training, and then make sure that they're also able to complete documents. And the last thing, the newest thing for us is our API product to uh, electronically sign and uh, a lot of times to embed our product into other products, into the workflow of other products. So in that point, uh, in that, uh, for that, product it's basically making sure that they've successfully integrated the product and are in in a production environment getting documents signed it makes a it makes a ton of sense i think it, one of the things you mentioned is somebody signing their own documents is easy because like you know i'm signing it but sometimes it takes a while for the other person to sign it so that's exactly. one of the challenges with uh with with uh, getting other people to sign it it's like it's not completed until that person sees it and then signs it is that is that uh, a challenge that you're finding, particularly for those kind of segment of users who need a signature from another person? Yeah, because they, they can go into uh, the product, they could uh, you know set up the field, set up the document, do all the things that they have to do and basically be done with their job at that point. 
but they've not received value from the product here. They're, mm. they're not getting the result that they want. The result that they want is a document signed. So they can send it out and we could say, oh yeah, you know, onboarding complete. They uploaded the document. They did all, you know, send out the field. They added the, the signers, sent it out. Done. They're onboarded. But then, you know, maybe our experience on the recipient uh, side made mm. it so that that didn't happen. Or, you know, uh, we make sure that that everything's smooth, that the mm. recipients get the document, uh, they understand what they're looking at, they uh, can open it in any device, they sign it so, uh, nice and fast, we remind them automatically. So take nice. care of all that. You know, there's a lot on the other on the other side of that that we have to make sure. And then at that point, yes, documents completed, they got mm. the result that they were looking for, they got the value from the product. I love how you walked you through that. And one of the things you mentioned is around uh, making sure that the reminders are automated just because they need some people need a little nudge, uh, myself included, where yep. my mailbox has uh, 500 emails that hasn't been opened. I know that probably <laughs> makes, a, makes a few people. Uh, but you don't want to look at mine. Mine is in the, like, I think 100,000. Uh, oh, dang. That's yeah. a lot. Shoot. Yeah. That's good. Um, that's good to hear. No, that that's right there, there's a there's a lot there on on the other end and like with reminders nobody likes to send reminders right mm, like quite. not just like if you have multiple documents keeping on top of like okay who do i send a reminder at what day how long do i give them you know do i want to bug them do i want to like how much time if it's just automated you don't have to worry about it, it just it just happens makes sense and something else you said earlier that's super interesting is before they send it to somebody else or actually sign an actual document, uh, they test it out for themselves. And we're going to see in a bit how you've provided some sample documents. I know I'm I'm teasing people about that uh, already, but before we get into some of the experiences uh, at Signwell, uh, what are some metrics that you take a look at to, to see that success? I know you mentioned around two documents completed. Are there other ones that you you take a look at? You know, like whether that's completing something, completing, uh, uploading a document. Or what are the metrics you you take a look at? Yeah, the, uh, the key steps in between all that, right? We want to make sure that that those are being performed. But at the end of the day, really, it is it is about com uh, completed documents. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different how that's measured for each of those segments because the experience is different and what we call completed is different for each segment. Uh, so that is separate and, and, and that is uh, looked at in, in a different way. But at the end of the day, it's basically that. Interesting. That makes sense. Uh, you said you mentioned there that what you call completed is different for each segment. So I guess for the teams, um, you know, completed is when they've onboarded the other team members and they've used it for the first time. And then the API would be so completely different as well, making sure uh, that the first API call or some some kind of document that went through yeah, so it's more like uh, active, like truly activated, right? Um, so there may be completed documents in an integration, but they're, mm. you know, if there it's not pr production yet, then that's testing. Uh, and then once we know that, okay, these are real documents that are being completed, now they've fully activated. They're getting value out, out of the out of the product. So that sort of has to be its own um, like activation metric. Um, and same thing for getting documents signed for, for, it's a little bit different. Like we don't have a thing called completed for when you're just signing your own documents, you're just filling out stuff. You're just signing. Right. Um, but we had to think through when is it complete? When are you done? 
And when you're done is when you send that document to yourself or when you download, when you say, okay, let me download this document. So at that point behind the scenes, we, we mark, you know, we mark it as com- they completed, they're done with the thing that they're, you know, they were doing. That makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, I want to take a look at now uh, one of the screens here. And we were talking a little bit about this already earlier around when somebody signs up for the first time, uh, there's this very clean looking empty state that has like this, this button here to ask you, you know, uh, you know, upload your first document for a lot of people, this is a struggle. So, uh, for people who are tuning in via audio, there's like this button in the very bottom that says download and customize one from here. And when I clicked on that, there was like several documents that people can uh, select. And one of the top ones was marketing agreement, which, you know, me being in marketing, I was like, yeah, I'll click that one. Uh, can you talk a little bit about this process? Because I find this is actually a genius step because for a lot of new users, the first thing that they would think, especially during testing, is like, I need to find a document <laughs> to yeah, make sure that yeah, this actually yeah, works. And right. you made it absolutely easy for folks here. Uh, yeah, can you talk a little bit about the the evolution or of sure. this, uh, this action? So, so uh, I would say most people have a document. Mm. Um, so most people don't need that. But then there's... a you know, good chunk, let's say 20% or maybe a little bit higher 30% that don't have a document. Those are important people to show the value to at that point. Maybe they don't have the document because, you know, they're expecting it later or they're still working on it, things like that. But they still um, still want to see how it works. Uh, in that case, they can use one of these or sometimes they don't have the document because they, they need to find one. Uh, mm-hmm. In that case, we have those templates. So, th- just in the process of interviewing, uh, you know, people during the onboarding process, we we found like, okay, there's there's a genuine need for agreements to basically not have them go off of our product and go looking for something if mm-hmm. we already provide it there and make it easy. Um, and then uh, one thing that we noticed was some people were would sign up and then not do anything, not even upload a file. And so in that investigation, it was like, just give me a file. Uh, and then right. uh, that make, and by providing those templates, we, we do provide a file like that. Uh, one of the things that we tested, which was turned out really badly, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> okay. it was an interesting uh, t- thing to try was, uh, and this speaks to the differences between Signwell, which is electronic signatures, and uh, BitSketch, which is proposal product, both of the uh, founder for both of the products. Um, and this would probably work pretty well with BitSketch, but it mm. really did not work with Signwell. Um, so the thing was, oh, they need a file. Let's provide a sample file. So we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, at first, it was just a plain, it just said sample agreement, and that was it. Right. And it was clearly like not a real agreement, not meant to be customized or anything to people used it and that was okay. Uh, then we said, hey, you know what would be cool? What if we made this fun? Uh, what if mm. we made this these like themed sort of agreements like an NDA to onboard a, Uf, a UFO, uh, <laughs> and, you know, um, right. like uh, a release form to, or, you know, some sort of document to, to get everything that's owed to you from, uh, you know, that Steve Jobs, uh, left right. to you uh, as inheritance or something like that, right? right. So we hired like uh, comedic uh, 
writers and things like that to come up yeah to come up with these it was just three just for fun like something different right to um uh to stand out and and just make it better than just a sample agreement so we thought it was really clever and fun and people would get a kick out of it and uh it was super interesting what happened uh they uploaded those and they were really confused some people mm. uh, and some other people were super distracted by them. Uh, and it, in fact, it um, because we're we're in uh, the electronic signature space, legal compliance security, mm. it sort of right. made it seem like less serious, less of a right, right too jokey. And it really did not, did not work. It actually dropped conversions. Yeah. So we uh, we changed that. We tried a few things, and uh, what we have now uh, has worked best with you know ready-made agreements that they can actually use. That's really fascinating. Uh, I would not have guessed that. I thought it would be like more fun, more brand building, you know, right, like right. Com- compared to like the the people, the other alternatives that are probably more uh, by the books. So it was super interesting. And then so you came up with all these agreements. Um, did you come up with one first? Then it's like might as well create twenty or well, so for this. Yeah, we we actually have like if you go to our website and you go to the slash contracts, oh. uh, there's a whole directory of agreements. So those were there, and those were uh, oh, already uh, there. meant for like anybody who's looking for an agreement, they can download an agreement, and then have. Uh, you know, the next step after that would be our product. So there would be a good person mm. to market to. So also we had an interesting uh, issue there with onboarding those users, which are very different than other users, but we didn't really realize it. So the, ideally when you do a template strategy like this, which we've done before and it works great, you give them the template that they want and you put them in your product. That's the mm. next, next natural progression. Instead of right. giving them a file and then them having to go to the computer and then they're they're gone, they're lost, right? They're not thinking about your product. So, and it worked great. We we saw, you know, initially, let's say, I don't know, like 15,000 uh, new signups a month from it. Wow. Um, which is a nice number. Then we noticed that, yes, they, they went to the product, we automatically uploaded the file for them and they went to the next steps and then they got to the place where they're supposed to overlay fields to send it out and get their agreement signed. And then everybody did stuff in there, looked like setting up fields or whatever, and nobody sent it. Mm, like no, like very, 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 very few people sent it. What's going on? After a lot of research and looking into it, it turned out that people were clicking around trying to figure out how do you edit this thing, mm. right? Because our our uh, our tools for uh, letting you electronically sign documents that you have existing documents, but these are fresh new templates. These are things that have not been customized right. yet. Yeah, uh, it's not an editing tool. So they were they were literally clicking, trying to edit stuff right. that couldn't be edited. So we had to change the entire flow. It just didn't, you know, for everyone else that already has existing mm-hmm. documents or documents in mind or knows how, how this works. It just, it works great. These types of visitors, uh, right. you know, needed a different workflow and it's, it's just way different, way different. So we just changed to here's your file, but look, 
your next step we show them after you download your file is you come back here, you make your modifications and then you upload it and you get your document signed. Right. And that, that doubled sense. like our paid conversions and, and all that stuff. Um, Interesting. Changing it over to that. Um, but then we just simply took those like with based off of the other research that we did and we said, oh, we already have these agreements and all that stuff. Let's add those in there to help the, mm. other, the other people that need one or, you know, don't don't have a file yet. It's really fascinating that I think the heart of the action that you uh, performed was uh, it was good foundation being let's try to remove friction. You know, they yes, have to go to exactly. they have right. to go to the folder, get the document, look yeah. for it. They might right. get lost. They might have saved it in the wrong folder, but it actually created more confusion by removing friction. So it's interesting that this insight is sometimes adding a little bit of like, you know, something that they were a pattern they already know, uh, get the file uh, uh, and then upload it in would make sense. And it's something they actually would normally do in the future where like they have to upload their, uh, their own files. So right. you know, they're going through that motion already with that. Yeah. And most of the things that we found uh, work for us has been around removing friction. This mm. was one case where it was like, no, Check. let's slow things down, <laughs> educate them a little bit, like let them do that. what they need to, and then then we continue. That's that's a really interesting insight. Thank you for sharing that. I think a lot of people are, you know, always remove friction, but sometimes it does work here. One of the other things that I found really interesting is as soon as people sign in for, you know, up, finally upload their documents, they can add, you know, who's going to sign it, and they're finally inside, and there's this for people who are tuning in via audio uh, through the podcast uh, on the screen. There's some sketch outline. There's an overlay that darkens the background and there's a line that's sketched out and it says drag and drop these elements or click on these documents to add them. This one primary button says get started. And then there's a second secondary call to action called watch a help video. I thought this was cool because like, it feels like you were sketching it out on the screen. I've seen this a few mm. times. How did this come about? Is it something that, you know, through, through once again, through talking to customers, experiments, or anything else? Yeah, so we, we measure every step uh, in our onboarding process, and there was, there was more drop-off than we wanted at, at this step, where it was mm -hmm. like, okay, you've uploaded your file, now it's time to tell, uh, tell your signers where to sign and uh, tell the people that need to complete stuff where to complete it and what to complete. Um, for half of the people, I'd say half of the people onboarding, they're very familiar with how these uh, tools work and they just get it. Uh, and then the other half is not. They, like, they imagine you've never used anything like this. So uh, just the whole concept of like, oh, you add fields to a thing on top and I can't edit. Like, you know, they, they've never heard of it. They, they don't know what it's like. So about half of the people don't, don't know that. Um, and that's where we discovered a lot of the drop-off was coming. Just adding a little instructional like, hey, drag these onto here. And then, uh, you know, that's how you're setting it up. Plus the little video help there for people who need a little bit more information, they could click on that. And it's a very short video that just shows why they, you know, why that's an important step. We, it, we try to make it clear in the design and, and not have things that just, you know, I know uh, like Samuel Hulick likes to, to mention, like just pointing out UI, uh, UI things. Uh, in this case, it's just a new sort of uh, interaction that, uh, you know, once they get, they really like, and it makes sense and it makes things really easy. It's just like getting, getting those newer people just past that one point. 
Yeah, I was mentioning that it's a very gentle nudge. It's not like a mm -hmm. you know fifteen fifteen step product tour. <laughs> right, right. That, you it's, know, it's one thing, right, right, that just comes up, and uh, for the people that get it, they they just click. Yep, I get it. Done. And then, right, it's not like next, 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 and and none mm, of that stuff. Like it. Yeah, you're you're trusting that people will get it once they uh, they have it. You know, you're not like clicking around here. So I really love that. I want to ask about this health video. I, I've, I'm seeing a lot more folks use videos. Um, you know, some people are like, you know, videos are hard to to watch and things like that. But I've found it uh, certain cases, especially where you know people need a little bit of guidance or where you know step by step process. Videos are helpful. Is that what you're finding here? Where you know you prefer using a video rather than uh, a 15 step tour <laughs> or anything else like GIFs or anything like that? Yeah. Um tends to work really well like uh on the upload file one we actually link to a to mm. a help article which is like different uh, it's a combination of both but yeah really short ones that just kind of uh go through what they're supposed to do and show how they get the value from that uh tend to work well i complete i totally stole this from uh rob walling when uh nice. back in the drip days the drip days yeah, the drip days, so yeah. like uh, I remember seeing that he did that for to improve his onboarding. And I was like, oh, I really like mm. that. Um, you know, uh, Jesse from uh, Bento has some really, really, really nice uh, videos like as part of onboarding that they're totally worth uh, checking out as well. Cool. That makes, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, the other thing that I, I recently chatted with uh, the folks at Thinkific, and one of the things that's cool about video is, especially if there's audio, um, is that it's easy to translate to different languages, the captions. Mm. Yep. So I think that's the other benefit. Like It's much easier to translate captions than it is to translate a whole page to a different language. So I think right. you know, there's- Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for for sharing a little bit about uh, this 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 different experiences. Uh, I'm gonna start wrapping up. One of the questions I love asking is around what are you excited to try next in terms of, uh, you know, whether improving this onboarding experience or even like what's ex coming up next for for Signwall in terms of like what's coming up for the product. Yeah, we're we're just getting out to uh, to we've had our e-signature API now for a long time with a lot of big customers and scaling it and all that stuff. It's in a really good point, but we've been in early access. So now we're, we're getting it to where it's self-signs mm. part of the way, but then, you know, this is a very different thing to where it's, uh, it involves developers and, you know, it can take more time. So right. we're very like, that's one of the things that has me excited about figuring like we haven't completely figured out the onboarding for that. We've had a lot of conversations and it's, it's okay. It's pretty good, but it's early. We're just coming out to market with this, with this product. So uh, as far as the e-signature API and it's like, how do we, how do we do this in a, in a way that is smooth and, you know, uh, very helpful for people and maybe a little bit better than, than what they've been used to in the past. Uh, so API products, uh, onboarding for API products for me are, is a pretty in interesting topic. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I can imagine like you're onboarding probably different kind of people, uh, different kind of, yeah, they're de probably developers. You're onboarding versus, you know, um, the the solo or team might be, you know, a founder or business owner or somebody who is in marketing or legal. So it is uh, an interesting and might have to be a different yeah, approach. It's actually both, right? Because like mm. a, a lot of times the account owner and the creator will be an, 
uh, non-technical, non-developer. So it's like, okay, they start the process. Maybe they might have to talk to us uh, if they have some, you know, specific questions or not. And then they invite their dev team and, you know, that whole, that whole uh, process there. Makes a ton of sense. Uh, and one final question, where can people find out more about Simonal Online as well as more about you? Do you want them to follow you on Twitter, find you on LinkedIn if uh, people have any other follow-up questions to you? Sure. So uh, Signwell, signwell.com. And for myself on Twitter, uh, Earthlingworks. Earthlingworks, nice. You're awesome. Well, Ruben, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for the invite.